international support now. But remember, Russian-backed separatists in those breakaway regions of Ukraine that President Putin has now recognized uh, as independent are already fighting a war against Ukrainian forces. I'm Vicki Barker in London. The UK is slapping sanctions on five Russian banks and freezing the assets of and denying entry to three Russian individuals. But Prime Minister Boris Johnson warning British lawmakers. Unless the situation changes, the best efforts of the United States, of this country, France, Germany and other allies to avoid conflict through patient diplomacy may be in vain. Germany is halting the Nord Stream 2 fuel pipeline. The U.S. and allies are expected to announce new sanctions on Russia later today, but Republican Senator Marco Rubio tells CBS Mornings Putin may not stop with Ukraine. The argument he used for why invading Ukraine, the old Soviet rules, you could make that argument about any of the Baltic states who are, all, who are now all members of NATO, and many of those Baltic states were actually part of the you know, the old Russian Empire, even longer than Ukraine. In the UK, 95-year-old Queen Elizabeth's taking it easy two days after she tested positive for COVID. Buckingham Palace says she's canceled today's online engagements because she's still dealing with mild cold-like symptoms. Deliberations resumed today in the case of three white men convicted of chasing down and murdering a black man in their Georgia neighborhood. The decision jurors must make in the federal trial whether they were motivated by racism. WSB Radio's Veronica Waters. All three defense attorneys insist their clients would have chased a white suspect, too. Prosecutors argue the men's decisions were driven by a fatal dose of racial resentment and racial anger, pursuing Arbery despite evidence he'd never done anything wrong. All three have already been sentenced to life in the state case. A six-year fight over equal pay in women's soccer is over. The sport's national governing body has settled up with players who will split $24 million in back pay. Star Megan Rapino tells CBS Mornings. That's a little bit surreal, to be honest. Um, obviously, we've been in this for a long time and coming from a long history of, of women that have fought to put this sport in a better place. Going forward, the women will be paid the same as male players. This is CBS News. There's always something new under the sun. CBS Mornings, weekdays on CBS. Hi, my name's Joe Cordell. Sometimes in divorce, courts require the higher earner to pay to the other party what's called spousal support or alimony. Usually this order can be modified in certain circumstances, but such modifications are often complicated and are best entrusted to attorneys that are well acquainted with such matters. At Cordell & Cordell, that's our business. Remember, you're not alone. Schedule an appointment with one of Cordell & Cordell's Columbus area attorneys. 10 West Broad Street, Suite 1550, Columbus, Ohio, 43215, CordellCordell.com. Gentlemen, now you can find the best brands and fits for you without even trying. Just follow these easy instructions. Step one, shop a personalized store that does all the work for you by customizing a selection for your taste and body. Step two, level up your closet with the best brands and fits with little to no effort. Not trying has never looked so good. Introducing Stitch Fix Freestyle, your personalized store. We're so you. 30 years after it debuted, Martin is making a comeback. The popular 90s sitcom helped define an era of black culture, from fashion, music, and movies, to how it showed strong black relationships. Stop! <laughs> the cast, including star Martin Lawrence, started filming a reunion special this week. It'll feature musical performances, some surprise guests, and a tribute to actor Thomas McKell Ford, who played Martin's best friend Tommy. He died in 2016 at age 52. The special is set to air later this year on BET. What's up? What's up? What's up? Monica Ricks, CBS News. Look who's headed to Vegas. Body by Nature and CeeLo Green are teaming up for hip-hop throwback shows in May. Tickets go on sale this Friday. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. There's a better way to get a fast small business loan. On Deck, the online lender that makes it easy to apply in minutes and if approved, get your loan as soon as the same day. With lines of credit up to $100,000 and term loans up to $250,000, go to ondeck.com. Would you like a cleaning product that can be used in the garage, the laundry, and the kitchen, and save space in your cabinet? Hi, I'm Bruce Fabrizio, inventor of Simple Green. To learn more, visit us at simplegreen.com. Simple Green. 
You can unlock more cash than you realize from your home's equity with a cash out refinance today. In the last year, average home values have gone up nearly 20%. And with Rocket Mortgage, you can unlock thousands in less than three weeks. But you've got to act right now before rates go up. So when you're looking to unlock the cash in your home, Rocket can. Call 8338-ROCKET today or go to rocketmortgage.com to get started. Rocket. Rates current as a 12-12-21. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender license in all 50 states. Anomalous consumer access. Not over 3030. Call 800-490-1233 for disclosures and cost information. Are you a child care provider? Ever considered being a child care provider? Wanting to work from home and be your own boss? Athens County Child Care Unit can help you get started. Child care is essential to working families and the workforce shortage. Athens County is in desperate need of child care settings. Start your own business. Become a licensed family child care provider. Contact the child care unit at Ohio Means Jobs, Athens County, 510 West Union Street, or by calling 740-797-1405. Taco John's changed the chicken game with our fried chicken taco. Now, taste our greatest chicken innovation yet. Behold, new fried chicken tenders. Crispy, all-white meat chicken redesigned without the tortilla for a sleeker feasting experience. Optimized with powerful sauces to achieve maximum yum per dip by the 5, 10, or 20 pack. Upgrade to our newest menu item today. Fried chicken tenders from Taco John's. Bigger, bolder, better. Download our app for exclusive deals. Do you trust where you take your vehicle for maintenance? The service center at Hewitt Honda is stocked with genuine factory parts and accessories custom made specifically for your new or used Honda vehicle. They're open Monday through Saturday. Expert technicians will perform in-depth inspections and restore with genuine parts and products to keep your vehicle performance at a level you expect. Contact them at 740-594-6632 to learn more about their dealership services at competitive prices. Prepare your vehicle for all seasons at Hewitt Honda of Athens. Have you heard of Project Rise? Are you a parent in Athens, Meigs, Perry, or Vinton counties? We provide internships, job shadowing, work-study, transition planning, and graduation coaching. All students and parents have free access to these resources. For more information, please find us on Facebook at AMESC Project Rise. There are numerous free events and resources that you need to know about. Act now. Project Rise will help you with your future after high school. Follow us on Facebook at AMESC Project Rise. We've all got our daydreams, right? Little things, big things, things you know one day you'll do. Then out of nowhere, cancer. And all your plans don't change a bit. I would know. I'm about to jump out of an airplane with my dad. Our first time skydiving solo. And my second year since starting cancer treatment at Ohio Health. All right, Dad, let's go. You keep making plans. Visit OhioHealth.com slash keep making plans. Athens County cares about you. I'm Micah. Join me Tuesdays and Fridays at 10.06 on Classic Hits 970 AM and 971 FM WATH for discussions about essential information for seniors, such as nutrition, caregiving, mental health, Medicare, and all other relevant topics for seniors in Athens County and the surrounding areas. Athens County Cares, a project of United Seniors of Athens County, Tuesdays and Fridays at 10.06 a.m. on WATH. I-N-E-P-T, Inept Tech, 2468, who do we appreciate? Oysters! Oysters! Raw! 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 Coach Turf, in discussing your loss to EIEIO this past weekend, 77-8, you were telling me about a new defense you were going to install for this game. That's right. You know, they got some real fine running backs over there. They got some real racehorses in their backfield. A couple boys named of, uh, Mustang McGurk and, and Shortest Shetland really can carry that football. And what we decided we was going to have to do is take all of our linebackers and all of our defensive front linemen and all of our cornerbacks and safety folks, everybody what plays on defense, and try and fence them in so they couldn't break off them long gainers of theirs. You know, quarterback hands the ball off and they bust out through them, find offensive linemen of theirs, they get a bunch of long gains. And so we decided we was going to call that our fenced-in or our corral defense. But, you know, they got a real fine quarterback over there, boy named of a Heifer. And Heifer, uh, he's a real smart boy over there. And he decided as well, if, we, if they're going to corral him in for the running plays, what I'll do is I'll just flip that ball out into the flats and screen them all off and run them screen passes. And that's exactly what they've done. They run them screen passes all day long. We just couldn't keep up with them. You also told me part of the game plan was you are going to keep their quarterback, uh, Heifer, out all night so he would be tired and ineffective for the ball game. 
Well, that's right. You know, that brings to mind uh, something that I think about a lot, and that is uh, football is a lot like life, and that is it don't always work out the way you want it to. Well, what happened with your plan? Well, you know, it was a fine plan. You know, the plan was for our cheerleaders to go out with the uh, heifer and keep him up all, all night so, he's, so he'd be tired when it come to the ball game the next day. And I went over to our cheerleader advisor, and I told her, I said, look, I want all you girls to go out with the feller that makes that ball club tick. So they went out over there, and, and instead of going out with Heifer, they went out with Coach McDonald. Now, I was kind of wondering why Coach McDonald was a little peaked in that ball game, but uh, Heifer, he was just as spry as ever. And I'll be back with Coach Turf right after this message. Oh, my. Well, the Art Turf Show is proudly brought to you this morning by Hip Waiters. Coach Turf, I know you like to present a game ball each week to the most outstanding player of the game. Who gets that to honor this week? Well, I'm glad you brought that up because we are real proud to give the game ball to Needles Norgan, our ninth-year senior. You know, Needles is a rather thin boy, 6'9", 98 pounds, and never had scored a touchdown in his collegiate career until last week, and we are real proud to give him the game ball for doing that. Well, our congratulations to Needles. Uh, another aspect of the game we like to report on each week is uh, really a negative aspect, but it is the injury report. Well, I'm glad you brought that up, too, because we have had some rather unusual injury reports to give this year because not too many of the boys have been injured. But, shoot, I've been on that injury list, and we got another unusual injury list this year because uh, we done loss of cheerleaders. And when I say that, I mean we lost them. We don't know where they are. What and happened, we, Coach? Well, we know that they uh, they went out with Coach McDonald for the ball game, and uh, Coach McDonald during that ball game he had lines in his eyes and lines under his eyes. But you know something, he was smiling that whole ball game, and I just know <laughs> it's because his boys was playing so well. Be listening again, sports fans, for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of Inept Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach. I turf. In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WATH Well, it's damp and warm. 65 degrees uh, we're headed to. It's 51 right now. Light rainfall. I don't know. It may get heavier during the day. I know we're under another flood watch. That last one was kind of impressive, wasn't it? I've seen the um, hawking pretty high several times since I arrived here in 73, but uh, that one was among the highest. Yeah, it's it's up there pretty high. Yeah. Even now, before all this rain hits throughout the day and tonight. I think the uh, weather models are showing that we're going to get some heavier rain around 4 o'clock this afternoon, somewhere in there. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, um, we had mentioned um, over the last day or two that we were expecting Danny Underhill this morning, but something came up, and it took, um, what would you call it, priority. Uh, So we're going to rebook that show, okay? So Danny Underhill, who is our... It's the executive director of the Athens Area Chamber of Commerce. Good, nice gal. All right. That means we got a free-for-all today. How about that? And, uh, Scott, <coughs> let's see here. Today, today is National Supermarket Employee Day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> National Margarita Day. That's a little better. Margaritaville. Uh, National Cook Cook a Sweet Potato Day. I I do love sweet potatoes. Mm-hmm. National California Day and World Spay Day. I think they're talking about our pets. Yes. 
Did you notice the numerical date today? 2-22-22-22-22. Deuces are wild. Won't happen again for another hundred years. Hmm. I hadn't thought about that. 3-33. Nope. Won't happen. Not thir- no 33-day months. Oh. So three thirty three thirty three is impossible. So it could only happen in a Jan. Well, it can't happen in January. Yeah, one eleven eleven. Oh yeah, but I see what you mean. I have to think that through after the show. All right. <laughs> okay. Let's see here. But today is. Um, uh, well, today is the twenty second. Of February. I did bring in statistics regarding uh, COVID uh, as of yesterday, the 21st. So um, I, I, we'll, run in, we'll run through these quickly, or as quickly as possible. Worldwide, there have now been 425 million cases of COVID. Um, You know, when you consider the world's population, that's 5.3%. Now, the vaccination rate. Worldwide, 62.3% which is 4,906,000,000. Cases, um, let's see, we did that, 5.33%. Deaths, 1.4%. Now that is of... Not the nation, uh, not of the total population, but of those that received it. Re- not received it, but had it. Those that were sick. And those that died, one point four percent. And the recovery rate, eighty three point eight one percent. At this point. United States, our population here in this nation represents 4.23% of the world. You'd think it was bigger than that, wouldn't you? Yeah. But it isn't. All right. In the United States, there have been 80 million cases. Just a little over that which means uh, 24% of our (coughs) population uh, contracted COVID. Um, One percent of those, 1.2% of those died. That's a total of 959,412. This is as of yesterday. The active uh, case rate uh, is 34.28%, which is 27,454,000. The recovered now up to 64.52%, so 51,674,000 have recovered. Ohio. O-H. Ohio. Um, Ohio's population represents 3.5% of um, the nation. Okay. 
Okay, so we have 11 million six, uh, let's just round it off, 11 million 700,000 people living in our state. Um, less far, 22.6% have had it. Ohioans, that's 2.6 million. Um, current cases right now, 93,313. Uh, and, and of that group, 13,135 are in an ICU unit. Um, 98,000. are in a, in a hospital, but not ICU. We've had, um, five, let's see, 2.5, I'll round it off, 2.5 million have recovered. Vaccination rate in the state of Ohio, 61.7%. So that is 7,212,000 people, I'm sorry, 7,212,000 people, 175. The death rate, 1.34% here in Ohio. That's 35,493 people. And finally, Athens County. We have 65,332 people, give or take, living in this county. It's uh, about a half a percent of uh, the state, the state's um, population. We have now had uh, a total of, of uh, 14,194 cases. That means 21.7% of the Athenians have had it. Uh, there were just 141 new cases yesterday, 26 the day before, 34 the day before that. Okay, why do those numbers move around? If we had a larger view of them, we could say, yes, cases are dropping. But when, when, when the short thing like that, it's reporting timetables. Whenever you come off a weekend you're going to have a larger number because some of those numbers during the weekend in certain places weren't turned in. Does that make sense? Yep. Okay. Back to Athens County. Uh, we have 331 currently hospitalized. Um, we have 13,375 that have recovered. We've had 119 deaths. Okay, one more thing. Vaccine. I know we, we say it's special. We make it a special topic because I know it's a very, what do you want to call it, divisive? No. Um... People have very strong opinions about it. And I don't want to get into an argument about that. I, I just hope and pray that more people get vaccinated. Anyway, 53% of our county <coughs> has now received a, pop, um, a vaccination. Okay, set that over there. Historical events. My mic's a little hot. Let me turn it down here a little bit. Um, by the way, um, those of you listening, we appreciate it. We know you're listening to the uh, 
92 97.1 let me check one more time over here yeah yep our am station 970 uh we our engineers are working on that there's something amiss out there okay um Let's see, on this day in history, 1632 of the year, Galileo's Dialogue Concerning the Two Chief World Systems is published. Seventeen seventy four on this date, British House of Lords rules authors do not have perpetual copyright. They do now, right? Seventeen ninety seven, the last invasion of Britain launched by the French during the Revolutionary Wars begins in Fishguard, Wales. eighteen twenty five, Russia and Britain establish Alaska Canada boundary. Nineteen sixty seven, twenty five thousand US and South Vietnamese troops launch Operation Junction City against the Viet Cong. That was, uh, as it turned out, the largest US airborne assault since World War Two. Okay, Scott. Um famous birthdays. heard of this one, George Washington, <laughs> born on this date in 1732, died in 1799. Really not too much you can add about him. We, prob we all probably know the basics, right? I would think so. I would yes. hope so. With the uh, President's Day holiday yesterday and oh. <coughs> his traditional birthday being celebrated today. Okay. Um, all four of our um, famous birthdays uh, have are no longer living. The next one is Robert Baden-Powell. Um, he lived from 1857 to 1941. Well, we are researching him as we speak. Lieutenant General Robert Stevenson Smythe Baden-Powell wow. was a British Army officer, writer, founder, and first, uh, first chief scout of the worldwide scout movement and founder with his sister Agnes of the worldwide girl guide or girl scout movement. You know, yesterday at Rotary, Mike uh, Noel um, updated us on scouting activities. Boy Scouts and to some degree Girl Scouts as well because there's kind of a, how do you want to put it, kind of a merger taking place presently. Anyway, so he was a, a scout, was he? Robert Baden-Powell? I think he was the basic uh, founder of Boy Scouts of America. Well, Boy Scouts International, actually, since right. he was a Brit. Sure. And his wife responsible for the founding of the Girl Scout movement. Okay, this next one, I may not pronounce it well, but I'll try to help you. Gene, J-E-A-N hyphen, this is a man. Bedell, B-E-D-E-L, last name Bocasa, B-O-K-A-S-S-A. -S -S -A. Sounds kind of French. Yes. Jean Bedell Bocasa, also known as Bocasa I, was a Central African political and uh, military leader who served as the second president of the Central African Republic and the emperor of its successor. Sounds confusing. <laughs> okay. Well, 
Anyway, he was a big deal in Africa, right? Central Africa, Central, yes. Okay. The last uh, famous birthday is that of Steve Irwin. Um, young picture here of him. Born in 1962, died in 2006. Crikey. Remember him? The Crocodile Hunter. Oh, yes. Stephen Robert Irwin, nicknamed the Crocodile Hunter, was an Australian zookeeper, conservationist, television personality, wildlife expert, environmentalist. He grew up around crocodiles and other reptiles and was educated on them by his father, Bob. Okay, now... He was born in 1962. I was 1949. So I've outlived him quite a bit. Well, if... Was there an accident? Yes. He was on uh, an underwater filming expedition for his TV show, The Crocodile Hunter. Okay. And uh, I believe, if I remember right, he was stung by a stingray. Uh, He was pierced in the chest. Oh, and it penetrated his heart, and uh, therefore, you know, it, he did not survive that, hmm. caused massive trauma, and uh, so that's that's what happened. Now his daughter has basically taken over his show, and I think her name is Bindi. I want to say, I'm not Bindi Irwin, and uh, she's very entertaining as well, like her father. I'll try but, to uh, check it out. What yeah. channel is that often? On? Um, like the National Geographic channels, okay. things like that, okay. the History Channel. But uh, she's fun to watch, too. He was fun to watch. He was like the uh, Jack Hanna of mm. Australia. Mm-hmm. I, I remember him. Yeah, and one of his words that he would say on his show was, Crikey, an Australian term for uh, exhilaration or excitement. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Two famous deaths. Um, one we don't even have a picture <clears throat> for. It's more of an artist rendering. Not even a granite head? Uh, no, no, just sort of a sketch. Amerigo Vespucci. Ah. Who was born uh, in 1454. And he died on this date in 1512. Many folks and historians believe that our country name, America, was derived from his name. Amerigo. Amerigo Vespucci was an Italian merchant, explorer, and navigator from the Republic of Florence, from whose name the term America is derived. Between 1497 and 1504, Vespucci participated in at least two voyages of the Age of Discovery, first on behalf of Spain and then for Portugal. Um, the second um, and final person we have to mention, uh, these this is a famous death. Andy Warhol. 1928 his birth, 1987 his death. Um... I had a friend who was a friend. Uh, come on, folks. Um, I had a friend who um, considered him a very close friend, but I never had the chance to meet him. Uh, Andy Warhol. As you know, a very famous uh, famous artist. Artiste. Artiste, yes. Yeah. And uh, I think the Wi-Fi has prevented me from researching that. I don't know why. But we do know that he was an artist. Okay. Um. Ah, here we go. He was an American artist, film director, and producer who was a leading figure in the visual art movement known as pop art. And some of his works include Campbell's Soup Cans oh, yeah. from 1962 and uh, Shot Maryland's from 1964. And the famous Coca-Cola bottle from 1962. I have a friend, John Lucas, who, um, oh, he lives in uh, Seattle now. Um, But uh, when I started my theatrical company um, in Columbus years ago, 
John was my first employee. And, um, boy, he's done very well in the theater business. He never left it. But he knew um, he knew him. All right. Uh, let's see here. Let's do something else. This is a trivia question. Famous for its lightning, you know, lightning in the sky. Yes. What city's names or name comes from a Native American phrase meaning sticks of fire? Okay, so I'm going to give you four city names and you tell me which one you think it might be. give you a clue this the city does have a lot of lightning hmm so well, I'm gonna say it's a city in the south somewhere until you give me some names okay so Tulsa Oklahoma Tempe Arizona nope Tacoma Washington nope and Tampa Florida Tampa is who is my pick you are correct the name Tampa comes from the Native American word meaning lightning. High concentrations of lightning strikes in the region led the native Calusa people to call it Tampa, meaning sticks of fire. When Ponce de Leon explored the coast of Florida, he used the original name to describe the bay's great harbor. Europeans looking for De Leon's Great Harbor settled in Tampa Bay area. Over the time, the N in Tampa became an M, giving us its present-day name. And, of course, as we know, Tampa is the home of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tampa Bay Lightning, and Tampa Bay Storm. And Tampa Bay Rays baseball team who have been in the World Series last hmm, couple times in the last five, six years. Okay, I, I came across a report, and these always, I'm always a little surprised at these things. And this is another one of those, um, oh, what's the name of it? Um, it doesn't matter. Wallet Hub. Wallet Hub. That's the name I was looking at. So the, the, what are the most sinful states? And their ranking in terms of sinfulness. Okay, so now what are we calling sinful? So I'll give you just a little bit. They have a column for anger and hatred. Another column for jealousy. Another column for excesses and vices. Three more columns yet. No, four more columns yet. Greed. Lust. Vanity. And laziness. Wow. <laughs> That's a quite a group of uh, criteria. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so some of you might be able to guess some of these, but not not too many. What do you think the most sinful state is? Oh, I, you know, like a Go shot it. in the dark. Go for it. I just thought of Las Vegas and then Nevada. Yeah, yeah. Well, it is. On that. It, 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 you would be correct. Reno, one of those. Nevada. These are states, not cities. Oh, yeah, I know, but I'm saying. Yeah, I know. That made me think of Nevada with those two cities. Okay. So you are correct. Number one is Nevada. 
Um, so it ranks ninth in anger and hatred, first in jealousy, excesses and vices, seventh, greed, first, lust, seventh, vanity, 27th, and laziness, fourth. But when you total all that up, they're number one. Number two state, want to guess? Uh, California. You're right. Okay, we'll keep going here. You'll fail eventually. Number three. <laughs> number three. Um. <laughs> uh, Washington. No. It's eleven. Number three is Texas. Four is Florida. Five is Louisiana. Six is Tennessee. Seventh, finally a neighboring state, Pennsylvania. Eighth, Georgia. Ninth, South Carolina. Tenth, Illinois. Washington, New Jersey, New York, Delaware, Oklahoma, Arkansas, North Carolina, Arizona. And next, what number are we at? Ohio. Number 19. Okay, so it ranks 33rd in anger and hatred, 32nd in jealousy, 2nd in excesses and vices. That's interesting. 45th in greed, 6th in lust. 13 in vanity and 16 in laziness. Okay, now let's see here. Let's pull out a couple things. Texas ranks number one in lust. <laughs> okay. Um, New York ranks number one in vanity. That doesn't surprise me. Louisiana ranks number one in excesses and vices. Arkansas ranks number one in anger and hatred. I would not have guessed that. Okay, well, we've gone down to Ohio, which made number 19. Michigan, to our north, 22nd. Kentucky, to our southwest, 29th. Indiana, to our west, 31st. West Virginia, to our due south. 33rd. Now, I'm sorry, West Virginia, but you got a number one classification in something. And it's one not to be proud of. In terms of laziness, West Virginia is number one. All right. Any other state you want to know about? Wyoming. 49th overall. So the only state less sinful than Wyoming is Idaho. Mm. The one mm. right before <clears throat> it, Vermont, which is one of my favorite states. So Hawaii comes in 38th. Alaska, 37th. That's odd. Okay. So Wyoming comes in 35th for anger and hatred, 44th for jealousy, 39th for excesses and vices, 48th for greed, 37th for lust, 46th for vanity, and 19th for laziness. 
Oh, let's see here. Let me turn the page here, see what we've got. Oh, uh, the writers say um, it's not enough just to know where certain problems lie. The important next step is figuring out how to fix them and improve each state's quality of life. For advice on how to reverse some of these bad trends, we asked the following questions through a panel of experts. What makes the first question? What makes some states more simple than others? Could it be the law? Could it be the culture? Or is it something else? The second question, what are the most I'm sorry, efficient? What are the most efficient measures that federal and state authorities can utilize to curb the obesity epidemic? Is something like the soda tax a valid approach? So I mean it's I guess a tax on the soft drinks, right? Seems like that's what you're talking about. Number three, what advice do you have for people trying to quit pandemic-acquired vices? What would those be? Well, excessive drinking, excessive eating, gambling, unnecessary spending, etc. Number four, given that U.S. hate crimes are on the rise, what can be done to reverse this uptick? And the final p- question, number five, how can federal authorities combat human trafficking? Is legalizing the prostitution a good idea? Well, what do I know? Okay. We can put that one away. Um, I brought in a little thing I started. <laughs> it's it's kind of dumb. <laughs> um, Can't wait. Okay. So my wife and I have been talking about the fact, are we having enough? And fun means, when was the last time we took a vacation? Shucks, it's been years. Same Uh, here. We used to take vacations every summer. You know, a week. At least. Um, You know, could we have mini vacations or micro vacations? So, I'm by no means done with this project, but I jotted down places that are of interest to me and to her as well. And the driving time? (laughs) Okay. So, (coughs) uh, I'll just rattle these off, and maybe they'll mean something, maybe they won't. But it's interesting. Parkersburg. Is the closest, right? 43 minutes. One way. Marietta, 56 minutes. Columbus, an hour and 19 minutes. Huntington, an hour and 39 minutes. Yellow Springs, Ohio, 2 hours and 15 minutes. Cincinnati, 2 hours 35 minutes. Worcester, which is like Mecca in my family. Two hours and 40 minutes. Oxford. Yeah, I am. Anyway, Oxford, three hours and 10 minutes. Pittsburgh, son-in-law Dan's from there. Three hours and 13 minutes. Cleveland, three hours and 23 minutes. A lot of family up in Cleveland. Berea, Kentucky. I love that place. 
3 hours 36 minutes. Detroit, 427. That's 4 hours 27 minutes. West Lafayette, Indiana. If you're saying, what's that? That's Purdue. My wife's a Purdue alum. Okay, 4 hours 55 minutes. Kalamazoo, Michigan, where she was raised. 5 hours 40 minutes. Niagara Falls in New York, 6 hours 29 minutes. Nashville, 6 and a half hours. Chicago, a city I know very well, 6 hours and 41 minutes. These are all driving times. Chesapeake, Virginia, where Nick is living right now, 7 hours and 54 minutes. Avon, North Carolina, which was our most customary summer escape, the Outer Banks. Ten hours, two minutes. Shelburne, Vermont. I have a cousin there who's very special to me, Kathy. Anyway, 12 hours and 31 minutes. She and her husband. Rockland, Maine, where I used to work on a lobstering boat. 14 hours, 34 minutes. The city just next to it is Camden, Maine, a very artful city, very artsy-fartsy. Did I say that? <laughs> did you just? I think I did. Did you just say? <laughs> don't don't repeat it. Um, folks, you know the expression, forgive me. Okay, Camden, Maine, a very artful city, 14 hours, 49 minutes. Okay, Santa Fe, New Mexico. I love Santa Fe. <coughs> 22 hours, 49 minutes. And what would you guess is the very same time? Sheridan, Wyoming. An entirely different route, but exactly the same time. 22 hours and 49 minutes of driving time. Do, would I like to go back to Sheridan? You hear me make fun of it all the time. Yes, I would. It really is a unique, unique city. The All-American Indian Days are held there. An annual festival honoring American Indians. Um, the, you know the the saddle restore stores, the the um, leather goods stores, all sorts of beautiful things. Okay, Santa Monica, California, thirty-four hours, and another place that I used to do bathtub racing in. Maybe you don't know what that is. Someday I'll explain it to you. Let us know. Do you have time? Oh, well, maybe. Vancouver, B.C. <coughs> up in Canada. Okay, folks, when I was with KGMB in Honolulu, <coughs> a fellow by the name of George Kennedy worked for me. He did the midday shows, but he also was production director and things like that for the radio side of things. Great guy. He told me that there was um, a watercraft called a bathtub and that people in the islands raced them. They would have racing events on the weekends. And I said, you're kidding. Well, yes, it's a big deal. Particularly if you near, live near water. So they take these old-fashioned bathtubs that are porcelain, right? Just like our tubs are at home, mostly. Yep. Well, I guess <coughs> Lots now, of them. Now, now a lot of them are plastic, aren't they? Yep. But anyway, they took the old porcelain and they used it as a mold. 
and then they took fiberglass and the fiberglass um, adhesive, epoxy, whatever you call it, and used that to make what looked like a fiber, looked like a bathtub, but it was really a very lightweight bathtub-shaped boat. Okay. Yep. <laughs> And then they would put sponsons on it, which are like little floats, to either side to prevent it from rolling over too easily. And then the International Bathtub Society says, at least in the old days, you were not allowed to use more than seven horsepower engines. And it was like a little outboard motor on the back of it. But you could jazz up the prop any way you wanted. So, guys and gals would make these things, and I did too. And we would race them. Sometimes in harbors or bays. Once in a while, in the open ocean. And there were always safety boats nearby in case something went wrong, right? Yeah. <laughs> Probably a good idea. And the International Bathtub Regatta is held in Vancouver, B.C., annually. So there. Now those heavy porcelain tubs did not sink? No, you didn't use those. You used them only to, as a mold. As a mold. I got you. Okay. Now, today, I suppose some of these that are made out of fiberglass for homes, maybe those would work really well. You know, because. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But back then, we didn't have that. A lot of boats are made out of fiberglass. Well, yeah. So, thus, the tub would work. Anyway, I've got a whole lot of driving time to continue to add to this list. Um, let's see what else is going on. Uh, it's pretty hard to have a show like this that's full of information and not discuss the Ukraine. But, uh, folks, it's, it's really itchy over there. And, uh, maybe, uh, if time permits tomorrow, and certainly it will, we'll do something with it. We do have a caller standing by patiently. Good morning. Just up my alley. <laughs> okay. Thank you very much for taking my call. I was going to call and uh, request that you find somebody in the community, uh, probably the university, to help us understand all of that in Ukraine and Russia. Yeah. Um, I know two people that might work, um, but I'd like to ask some more questions because... These two are very opinionated, and I'd like to know who knows who's are they also well full of knowledge. You know what I mean? Yes. Well, you know KGB. Well, they don't call them that now. I forgot what they do call them, but uh, he was connected. You know, in the high levels in the KGB, and his dream has always been, and this is what he directs himself toward. Putin is to uh, take back uh, all of the breakaway. Yeah. Regions, Estonia, and all of them. I've and got that's what that's what he's doing. He actually has his troops over there, in in uh, I think it's Belarus. But uh, Sandy, I've got twenty seconds. Well, thank you very much for uh, considering it. Okay. Take care of yourselves. You bet. Bye bye. Bye bye. Um. Yeah. Um. I didn't mean to cut her off that quickly, but it's just we only had twenty seconds. Let me work on that. Okay. I can do it. Scott, have a great show coming up, right? Thank you. In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H-F-N's. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. 
I'm Deborah Rodriguez. The Biden administration is now calling Russia's troop moves on Ukraine an invasion. It's setting the stage for strong sanctions. Correspondent Nancy Cordes. White House officials tell us that there are going to be new tougher sanctions announced today on Russia in concert with U.S. allies as the U.S. and Europe all try to dissuade Russia from starting what could be one of the largest armed conflicts in Europe since World War II. Germany has halted Russia's North Stream 2 pipeline, former Moscow bureau chief Beth Noble. Ironically, that would kind of hurt Germany and hurt Europe because they will have less Russian gas coming their way, and they're very dependent on that Russian gas. The pipeline is not yet operational. Just in, the Supreme Court has agreed to hear the case of a Colorado web designer, Lori Smith, who wants to refuse to work with same-sex couples.